It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Friday, March 18th, 2016. Oregon collected $3.48 million in marijuana sales tax revenue in the first months of the program this year, state officials said Thursday, exceeding original state projections and showing that the state is poised to have very robust marijuana sales. The tax revenue collected is even months earlier than than expected, as after the passage of the 2014 Measure 91 legalization measure, the state wasn't expected to start tax sales until October of 2016. The state's financial impact statement mailed with every voter's pamphlet to every household in Oregon estimated that marijuana sales would generate between $17 million and $40 million when the program was implemented. The $3.5 million collected from just the first month of tax flower sales shows that the state is likely to crush the upper end of the state's initial estimate. Since $3.5 million collected from tax flower sales doesn't include any sales of infused edibles or any other marijuana products, Oregon will see greater tax revenues in the future. Damascus, Oregon residents couldn't have been clearer in November of 2014 when they voted overwhelmingly against a measure to legalize recreational marijuana. Nearly 6 in 10 Damascus voters cast ballots against Measure 91. When it passed, the Damascus City Council quickly moved to refer local opt-out measures to this November's ballot. But that was before it became apparent that Damascus might not be a city anymore by November. Voters in May appear increasingly likely to make Damascus the first Oregon city in 40 years to disincorporate. If that occurs, the newly dissolved Damascus would become part of unincorporated Clackamas County, governed by zoning regulations that took effect shortly after Damascus incorporated in 2004. Since nothing at the time specifically addressed marijuana, it wouldn't be outlawed now. County and city officials are scrambling to figure out what to do about that. The New Orleans City Council took up a measure Thursday dealing with the city's marijuana ordinance. The ordinance allows for a summons to be issued for simple marijuana possession in lieu of jail time. The council voted to approve the ordinance unanimously. A similar law has been in place since 2010, but it only applied to the first offense. The new ordinance creates a ticket structure for repeat offenses. Councilwoman Susan Guidry sponsored the ordinance. She said it gives officers the discretion to issue tickets instead of making an arrest. Gidry believes it will free up police resources. She's also calling it a social justice issue because of the disproportionate number of black citizens who are arrested on simple possession charges. The fine for simple possession can be up to $100. Fairbanks, Alaska's North Star Borough officials have voted to approve the borough's first conditional use permit for a marijuana business, paving the way to set up a pot farm in nearby Salsha. The Planning Commission's decision Tuesday came despite complaints from neighbors about traffic, odor, safety, and noise, the Fairbanks Daily News Miner reported. Frosty Farms, owned by Travis Christensen and Gerard Gall, will provide marijuana to retailers. Plans for the two-and-a-half-acre property include seven greenhouses and a warehouse for indoor pot growing. The area will be surrounded by a vegetated 50-foot buffer and a six-foot fence. Patients and recreational smokers alike are hopeful that a new marijuana genome project will spark a greater understanding of the hidden genetics within today's modern cannabis strains. As most in our community are already aware, there are three specific species within the cannabis family, cannabis sativa, cannabis indica, and cannabis ruderalis. 
However, thanks to modern hybridization processes of crossbreeding different strains for their specific effects or phenotypes, the strain's ultimate name is more often based on its potential for marketing than its specific genetics. Mowgli Holmes, a microbiologist from Columbia University, will attempt to map the entire cannabis genome. Holmes's time-consuming and complicated research will involve scrutinizing samples of cannabis gathered from around the globe and throughout history. With over 1,500 of the 2,000 collected cannabis samples already entered into the program that plots out the cannabis DNA, consumers and cultivators alike will soon have a much better understanding of what exactly they are inhaling and growing. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Friday, March 18th, 2016. I'm Russ Belville.